Welcome to the Venture Mentality Podcast. We're bringing you the insights and interviews from top entrepreneurs and high performers on how to reach your goals and overcome your challenges. Hosted by 18-year-old high school student and entrepreneur, Jacob O'Connor. Now, let's get right into the show. Hey, what's up, guys? You're listening to the Venture Mentality Podcast, and I'm your host, Jacob O'Connor. Today, joining us, another Arte Syndicate member who runs her own financial brokerage, Angela Bradford. What's up? Hey, not much. How are you? Thanks for having me on. I'm doing well, and I'm glad that you could come on. And to start things off, I was hoping you could give us kind of just like a 45-second introduction. For sure. So a little bit about my background. I grew up, I came from a completely different industry than I'm doing right now. I came from horse training and truck driving and everything to do with blue collar. And now we're running a financial brokerage in a few cities and we're expanding into the States from Canada. Um, and recently I also got hit with the, with the, I don't know if I call it a challenge of MS. So I've been dealing with, with that and it's been an exciting journey so far, actually. And I just want to make an impact in the world. I'm sure. And to start things off, I was hoping we could talk about um, your broker for World Financial Group. And I was hoping we could talk about what you do with that, like your day to day and then what your big goals are going forward. For sure. Um, So day to day, I just help people save money, make money, all the stuff that people want to do. So it's very satisfying on that level. And going forward, I mean, my goal is to have an office in every every province and every state across across North America within the next 10 to 15 years. So that's kind of where we're headed to that and just make a big impact on people's financial future. Wow, that's really impressive. How did you get into doing that? That is a good question. I believe in taking every opportunity. And at a a certain point in 2015, I was looking for something to do part-time. And I got introduced to our firm and saw that I was an opportunity. I could start part-time, learn about money and finance for myself, and then kind of see where it took me from there. And I ended up, it took me a few months, but ended up seeing what we could do and falling in love with what we could do on that level. And also seeing what it could do for my family to be able to be in control of my future and be able to run my own business. Um, I have complete control of, of time and, and money, I guess, which is a dream of pretty much everyone I know. <laughs> I would say so. And when, when it comes to being in control of your time and your money, there's also certain sacrifices you have to make within this field and the amount of work you have to do. So what are maybe some challenges with your job that you also have? Oh, for sure. Um, well, I do work a lot. Obviously, you aren't successful unless you work a lot, as you know. So, I mean, we're doing this call and I've been up since 4.30, but I get up at 4.30 every morning. Um, well, 420 to be exact, but uh, so just being willing to do whatever it takes and be able to personally develop, that's been a huge part of my, my last four years, be able to personally develop into the person that can run a multi, you know, million dollar company, which is where we're headed and be able to do that. You have to become an amazing person and that's for personal development. So that's been a huge, huge impact in my world and just being willing to do what others won't do so you can have what others won't have. I love that. And I think that probably a big part of your personal development has been joining Arte Syndicate. So I was kind of hoping you could talk about that a little bit, what it is, how you got involved and what it's doing for you. For sure. That's awesome. So within Arte, there's two different levels. There's Arte Accelerator, Arte Syndicate. I'm an accelerator. But here's the, here's the cool thing. This is my second year. So when it came out, one of the things, like I said, is I believe in taking opportunities. So when when the opportunity to join Arte came out, I jumped on. I really had no clue what it was about. I was just like, well, it's got Ed, Ed Milet and Andy for sale and they're both awesome. I might as well jump on and see what this is about. And I, I got to say, I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for the Arte movement. Um, you know, their movement is to impact the world with entrepreneurs and to make a big difference and being able to be associated with people 
like that and be able to have people that are actually asking you to step to the next level and that you can be more and you can do more and you can become more on a daily basis has, is such an impact because you are who you associate with. You are the five associations that you hang out with the most. So if you want to know where your life is going, look around you and look at the five people you hang out with the most. And if they're not where you want to be, you might want to change your association. So that was a big impact for me within Arte. It's been an absolutely incredible journey. So I, there's obviously a lot of resources and connections that you have within Arte. And so I was hoping that you could kind of speak on how involved are you with Ed and Andy and maybe the other group members? Like, because the five people you hang out with, they do impact you. And so maybe some new friends that you've made and how the relationships are impacting you. For sure. So in October, I got to see Ed. Ed came out and did some training actually for our office in October. So that was really fun. And then we had the Arte Syndicate um, live, which was in St. Louis in October and a couple of weeks after that. And then from there, actually going to spend a day also in Ed's house, which is super neat in Laguna Beach in January, which I'm super excited for and stoked for. Um, and then just be able to reach out to some of the syndicate members. I know you had Alex Vignoso on your show a little while ago. He's absolutely incredible. and will help anyone. He's someone I talk to actually pretty regularly because he's into stem cell replacement therapy. And that's something that obviously I'm looking into. Um, so just being around like Emily for she's got a big goal of, you know, changing the world too, for a lot of the female entrepreneurs and females out there. And that's a big part of what I want to do. So being able to tap into some of those people that, that already are doing what I want to do and be able to ask them how I can up myself to those levels has been a huge impact as far as being part of the RT and be able to reach out there. I, Sarah Vincent like there's just so many people that I've been able to Francisca that I've been able to talk to and, and just ask for for advice on how to become a better a better entrepreneur and a better leader and be able to coach women specifically into becoming their best selves so I guess that's been a huge impact there. <laughs> Arte was something I hadn't heard about until a couple months ago but the more I look into it the more I hear about it the more people I interview it's just crazy to see this impact that Ed and Andy are having over just the entire country or over different countries even. Mm -hmm. it's crazy i mean we're worldwide that's awesome and so i was hoping to segue a little bit now and talk about your event the unexpected and what exactly is that so my event the unexpected i just had my first one we're going to become an annual thing and it was absolutely incredible if anyone if anyone on your podcast has done, done events they probably know about this this is my first one it was very stressful in a sense that uh you know two weeks before we had 15 people registered and we were paying for like 200 plates so that was a little stressful but um it's funny how you know the universe conspires to come together when you actually trusted and 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 it, and just are there for it, I guess you could say. And so the people that were meant to be there were there, were there. We had about 70 people come out. And, you know, just some of the speakers have, have encountered a lot of different things. It was a fundraiser for MS, but our purpose of the unexpected, which like we have a web page and all that, is just to help people think about like what happens if it's not a matter of when, it's a matter of, or it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Like something unexpected is going to happen in your life, whether it's losing a job, whether it's losing a family member, whether it's losing your health, whether someone in your family loses anything like that, it's going to happen. And at those situations, are you prepared? And what are you going to do? Are you going to flop and die? Or are you going to get up and are you going to go fight for, for something that's bigger than you? Because when you're fighting for something that's bigger than you, it doesn't really matter what's happening to you. It happens it matters more what's happening to the world and what you can use to use what's happening to you to change other people's forward movement i guess you could say that's so powerful i know that when we were talking beforehand we talked a little bit about your journey personally and i think that you had such a unique mindset i was hoping we could talk about 
um, if you're willing to be vulnerable for a couple minutes, we could talk about your journey and how kind of your ups and your downs and how you've gone through it. Sure. So I got diagnosed with MS officially June 25th this last year, um, but it's been about a year. And, and for those that don't know MS, it's an autoimmune disorder that attacks, not getting old doctor, attacks a myelin sheath. I still don't understand it completely, but it attacks your nerves. And we have relapses. You really never heal from them. They haven't figured out what causes it. They haven't figured out what brought it on. However, welcome to Canada. We're the number one country to have it. So congratulations for us being number one in something, and uh, which is exciting. But it's not the most exciting thing to have for number one. But what it does is, is when you have a relapse, you, you lose something, I guess you could say. So in my case, when I, I started out, I used to drink. I don't drink at all anymore. I used to drink once in a while, and I couldn't walk. And then eventually got to a point where, you know, if I was out shopping, I couldn't walk. And when people are like, what do you mean you couldn't walk? I mean, well, I'd stumble into walls. I'm I was 35 at the time, and I, I just couldn't, like, go forward. So I'd stumble into walls. I'd stumble into cars. I'd set off car alarms not a good feeling when you have no idea why your legs won't work and uh so that's what started the journey of trying to figure out what was wrong with me and thank god literally that we were able to figure that out because that's a huge weight off my shoulders to figure out that something is wrong with me and not just a mental relapse <laughs> an actual physical reason for what i was going through and then going forward like um we're on an autoimmune suppressant which i'm starting to learn is cause is causing other things of course Anything that you're on, it's, it's a $45,000 a shot shot, which thankfully is covered in Alberta. So thank God we're number one in, in MS, but we're also number one for healthcare for a lot of different things. So that part's good. And, but I mean, like every day my hands are numb. Every day, like my fingers are always like right now, like they're always like you wake up in the morning all the time. Uh, my leg is always feeling weird. Um, so things like that going forward, I mean, yes, they're definitely annoying in here. And I will say this to a lot of the people on your podcast that are dealing with health issues, because I know a lot of people are, you know, you it's okay to have down days. It's okay to have down moments. I know a lot of people that are very successful that have a lot of health concerns and they let themselves have those moments. And that was something that really impacted me right at the beginning was being allowed to, you know, if you have to curl up on the couch and cry, it's okay to do that. It's okay to have those moments and then, you know, wipe your tears off put away the ice cream bowl and get back up and go to work because it's not going to change anything. But uh, that was a big impact for me on that side. Wow. I'm so impressed and actually pretty inspired. Like you're talking about your journey and everything you've been through and you're sitting here and I don't know if you guys can hear this or not, but she has a smile on her face and I think you can hear it through her words. So I just, I commend you for that. I'm blessed. You, you really are. I, that's awesome. And so what do you do like on your down days? You said it's okay to break down, but what do you do to snap yourself out of it? Cause I think a lot of people fall into the trap of staying down. Mm -hmm. um, I just focus on what I have and not on what I don't have. I focus on where I'm going, not where I'm at. And, but the biggest thing really is gratitude. Gratitude is so big. Like I'm so grateful. There's always someone that has it worse than me. There's always someone that I can, look at that I'm like man they could choose to be uh, moping and they're out there making a difference and they don't have arms I think of Nick Santosis I don't can't say his last name I'm saying it wrong but he's amazing um, but I think of some of the guys on on Ed Milet's podcast that are blind that are you know like just it could be worse I'm not dying I'm very much alive and MS does not kill people contrary to past popular opinion. So I'm going to be very much alive for a very long time. And so I just look at what I have. Like I have a warm house. I have clothes. I have friends. I have, you know, the ability to breathe, the ability to still move, even if sometimes it's painful or annoying, it's 
still I'm moving. I'm not paralyzed like some of my friends are. Um, and you, when you're in any situation, you can always find someone that's in a worse situation than you are. And I wouldn't say necessarily dwelling on other people's worst situations, but, but that inspires me. And that's why I keep going because I want to be that person that inspires other people to keep going too. Because when you sit on the couch, like I said, it's okay to do that. But if you sit there forever, your life is really going to go downhill from there. And it's really going to not go the right way. So you can't do that forever. You just, and personal development, back to personal development, man, I'm on my 54th book this year. We'll finish probably with at least 60 books or reading over a book a week. And um, that has been a huge impact my second year of doing that. And that has been a huge impact on, on my mindset and being able to think like people that are winning. All the best secrets in the world, they say, are put into books. Just people don't read them. That's why they're the best secrets. So if you have any questions on life, like start to find a book that talks about what you want and read it because it's absolutely impactful. I completely agree. And they say the success leaves clues. And I think what I love about right now is people are putting out so much free content and then you have people complaining about not being successful, but it's all out there. You just have to read it and do the work. And so with that being said, not to put you on the spot, but what are your top two books right now? Because I know that a lot of the entrepreneurs listening, they're just getting started. They need somewhere to start. So if you're just getting started, I have a lot of favorite books, obviously, but if you're just getting started into this space, um, one of my top favorite books is 177 Mental Toughness Secrets of the World-Class People by Steve Siebold. The reason I recommend that one is each secret is one page. So if you're not a reader, that's a great way to start. And they're absolutely impactful. And then the second book, if you're just getting started, is The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster by Darren Hardy, explaining the journey you're going to go on. It's going to be up it's going to be down if you view it like a roller coaster it's a lot more fun than if you view it like something else so those are two books if you're just getting started that i'd highly recommend to you those are great books and with personal development um do you do more than just reading are there other things that you incorporate into your kind of development for sure i do um i meditate every day that's been a huge impact i'm still working on that i have um i'm very high energy and uh sitting there I, my mind goes all over the place but I'm learning how to do that and it's been it's been very impactful. So meditation, um, audio, I listen to at least an hour of audio a day podcasts such as yours has been, you know, they're just impactful. Listen to people like Jacob was saying, listen to people that are doing what you want and are successful. You're just gonna like learn it through osmosis. Um, affirmations, I do affirmations every day. I write them out. I read my goals every day, twice a day out loud. Um, I just actually rewrote them again last night because they say you want to feel your goals and I was not feeling my past goals. I was reading them. So I've changed my goals and now I can feel where they're going to take me. And that's, that's hugely impactful as far as like what you feel and what you put out in the universe is what you get back. And the more I go forward, the more I see that it actually happens like that. It's kind of creepy in a good way how it actually works like that. <laughs> I think that a lot of people that are in like the personal development realm, this all kind of makes sense to them. But for the people that are not, what does it like, what does it do for you to read your goals, to write goals, to have goals? Yeah, that's a really good question. So it's interesting about two or three years ago, um, I wasn't happy where my business was. And so I made a, I made a choice to, and a decision and everything in life starts with a decision. I made a decision to try what the, all these successful people were telling me to do, which was my daily five, which was reading, you know, audio, personally, like all the personal development things. And I decided, you know, I just would try it. So goals, I, you know what I recommend if you're not in that space, you're like, I don't understand how this works. Just do it. Because one of the things that I've learned is that if I just do what people tell me to do that are successful, when I say that, don't do what other people are telling you to do, do what people that have what you want are telling you to do. 
um, and just try it out. Try it out for 90 days. Don't miss a day and see where it takes you. Because I guess, I guess when you read your goals out loud, I still don't understand how it works, but it works because your subconscious starts to take over your conscious. And a really good book on that, if you want to get deeper, is Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's got some amazing books on why that works. And I'm not a why person. I'm just like, hey, just tell me what to do and I'll just go try it out and see what happens. But it is very good if you're trying to figure out, you're like, man, this stuff seems hocus pocus. Man, read that book and it explains how the brain actually works and why it actually works on a science level. So a lot of you people that are into science, Becoming Supernatural is all about why the power of the subconscious takes over your conscious and can control your whole life. Absolutely. And I think that for a lot of people listening to this, I would advise them to start writing out their goals. And I, I think it's easy for people in the beginning to have this view that's like, what are you doing? Like, are you trying to do some sort of like witchcraft by writing it out? <laughs> There's a lot, it's backed by science. If, if you're going somewhere and you don't have a direction, then you're just going aimlessly. Like if you're going to shoot a dart, but you're going to have your eyes closed, where's the dart going to land? But if you open your eyes, that's basically what you're doing with this. If you write your goals out, you start to focus on those things. And so it's just really easy in the morning. Just take some time, write out maybe five things that you want to work towards. And then throughout the day, it's in the, your subconscious. You're thinking about those five things and you start to find ways to bring them into fruition. You start to see opportunities that might not have been there. So I think that's mm -hmm. just kind of a simpler way to break it down for people because mm -hmm. it is kind of this big intimidating thing to start out with. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's awesome. Very good. Very good advice, guys. To follow what he tells you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. And so <laughs> along with writing out your goals, um, how, how often do you recommend people do it? I do it twice a day. So I do it in the morning when I first get up. It's part of my very much a morning routine. I have a very solid morning routine. And then it's part of my evening routine. So just before bed. So it's on my bed. So I can't get into bed until I do it. So it's a good reminder until it becomes a habit, um, just to put it right in front of your face. So you actually remember to do it. And then as far as affirmations, I have them on my mirror in my bathroom also. So I see them quite a bit, especially my top couple affirmations and what I'm going toward with sticky notes. I have goals and what I'm aiming for. So I see them all the time because we, what we look at expands and what we expand, I mean, that's where our world starts to come from. So just putting it in places that you see it all the time helps a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. And just even to go back with the, these affirmations, these goals, they're such strange things for people to look at, but these are things that Andy are doing, Ed's doing, you're doing all the people that are going places are doing these things. So if you want to talk about mm -hmm. what separates people and how they find their way to success, start looking at what they're doing. Just like you're saying, I think that you're mm -hmm. definitely on a path that's taking you forward with your actions, with your habits, with your personal development. Mm -hmm. Totally do it. Do it. The people that you want to have what they have, do what they tell you to do. And you know, success is so it's not easy. I will say that it's not easy, but it's super simple because there's only a few things that you really have to do every day and you'll be successful. That's something I've really started to see is like, there's only a few things like show up and, and just personally develop and do the work. And that's all you have to do every day. And it's not even amount of like how much you have to do of any one of those things. It's just that you do it every day consistency consistently because consistency is key to winning in life and winning like in business and everything. And most people consistency is the biggest struggle people have. Um, I'm not exactly sure why I haven't quite figured that out yet. The why, but if you're consistently doing the same thing over and over and over again, you will win. Like it's simple, just not easy. <laughs> you're completely right. And I love that quote, simple, but not easy. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, for anyone who wants to find out more about you, where can they find you at online? 
Um, I'm on Instagram at Angela.Bradford1. And then on Facebook, of course, under my name, Angela Bradford. And yeah, feel free to reach out, DM me. Um, I would love to collaborate. I would love to chat. I would love to give some help and encourage people. I mean, that's my goal in life is to help people become their absolute best self. And uh, if I can, how much I've changed in the last four years, if I can change, other people can change for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. I think you're doing a great job helping people. You're, I know that your story has personally inspired me. It's, it's really powerful to hear what you're doing and what you've gone through and you're still doing it. It's amazing. Thank you. Back at you, Jacob. And I've, I've got one last question for you, but first a little bit of background. So when you died, the only thing that matters is the impact that you made and the difference that you had. So that being said, what difference and what impact do you want to have made? That is, I love that question, by the way. Um, the difference and impact I want to make is, I mean, in a broad statement to change the world, but just to really empower people, they, they can do whatever they want if they just put their mind to it and if they're just coachable. And if they really, I guess, listen to the people that are doing it, because really what comes down to is the impact we have and what we want on our gravestone. And that was something that impacted my life quite a few years. A few years ago with Darren Hardy, what do you want in your gravestone? And that's what I think about all the time. And I want my gravestone to change the world. So that just starts with one person at a time. So I would ask your listeners to think of that. What do you want to be remembered for? And just work toward that. And the, as the world starts to work toward what they want to re be remembered for, this world will change. Thanks.